Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. I always think about this, my title. I always think about the title of this podcast and how thoughtful I was about creating the title, Believe Like a Boss. But if you're new to this podcast, if you've never tuned in before, if you didn't listen from the beginning, you might be like, what do you mean by believe? And so I want to clarify this real quick as we're kicking off this episode. What is a belief? A belief is a thought we think again and again, right? And so believe like a boss really just means think like a boss. And as you have listened in the first part of this season, season three, we've really started to clarify for our own selves. I'm always about being your authentic self and coming home to you, right? So that you can authentically show up in the world um, as the boss that you know you are, not as a carbon copy of somebody else. And so really it comes home to when we say believe like a boss, what are you thinking about yourself on a day-to-day basis, right? How are you thinking about your life on a day-to-day basis? That is in alignment with your best self, right? Or like I've been saying, your bossiest self. And so often when we're doing this work, when we are creating our best selves, right? When we're actively becoming our best selves, which conversely I would say is coming home to ourselves. So there's two different ways to look at it. Becoming your best self, some people see it as like putting on, right? As um, changing, right? And so some people will see that as a negative thing. But I think that I'm saying, we're saying the same thing when I say you're also coming home to yourself. As you're becoming your best self, you're really taking off all the layers of who you aren't, right? And so use whatever imagery works best for you. For some people, it is that they are putting on something, right? When they're their best selves, it's the way that they look and they carry themselves. It's their clothing, it's their hair. It's the way that they feel that makes their confident. It's the whole package all together. For others, the imagery that works for them really is a removing of becoming almost naked and loving that nakedness that is them and being within that power. Some of you are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Some of you are like, what are you talking about, Nadi? I'm just using metaphors. I'm just using metaphors right now to explain what does it mean to be your best self. For some people it means shedding. For some people it means putting on. And neither of those things is wrong. I just want to note that. That's not even what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about the art of being proud of yourself. Today we are talking about the art of being proud of yourself. Because again, when you are working on either becoming your best self or losing all the layers, however you want to say it, change happens change within us. And sometimes we label that change is bad or wrong, or people tell us that we shouldn't be showing up one way or another. And so this confusion shows up. And and when we're constantly going towards where we want to become, often we can look at the deficit of who we are, right? I want to become a better leader, meaning I'm not the leader that I want to be yet. And so what I want to do this episode is I really want to make sure that we take some time to celebrate ourselves, to talk about celebrating ourselves and the importance of that. Because one of the metaphors, again, I love metaphors, we are storytellers. And so metaphors really work for coaching and for therapy because literally we are storytellers as human beings. So stories help us and help the brain bridge the gap. 
So one of the metaphors that I love to use is, especially for my high achieving women, is when we are going towards our goals, you're climbing up that mountain, you're climbing up the mountain, you're climbing up the mountain, you get to the top of that mountain, maybe for you it's being a keynote speaker, that was one of my mountaintops, right? Being a keynote speaker, you get to the top of that mountain and then, oh, look at that sparkly mountaintop over there. And then all of a sudden it starts all over again. We're going towards the next mountaintop. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. We are human beings. We are meant to grow and expand and become, right? That's essentially why this podcast lives is because that's how we are, right? Nature grows. We grow. We're a part of nature. It's just how we are. But what can not serve us, what doesn't serve us in our uh, pursuit of each hilltop, we'll say, is telling ourselves we're behind and discounting all the hilltops we've already climbed, right? Have you ever been, maybe this is you right now, you're going towards your next hilltop, you're going towards your next goal, and you've been spending it, beating yourself up, looking at this summit that you're going towards, telling yourself it's so far away, it's so far away, I'm never gonna get there, it's so far away, I'm so tired, it's so far away, I'm so behind, I'm so behind, right? Does any of that resonate with you? Meanwhile, there's all these hilltops behind you, all these summits behind you that you have climbed from riding your bike for the first time, hello, little wins, to maybe graduating college, right? Or surviving your first heartbreak and then getting into your healthy single season, hello, that is a win, right? So this episode, I wanted to talk about how, or rather the art of being proud of yourself, not how to be proud of yourself, but rather the art of is how I title this, the art of being proud of yourself. So first and foremost, I love to ask this question. I think this is a really great journal prompt. What are you proud of? What are you proud of? Spend a moment right now, scan your life, zoom out. Again, this is another really fun tool. Often when we're frustrated, we're upset, we're really zoomed into a problem. See if you're really zoomed into a problem right now. See if you can zoom out. Zoom out, look at your life as a whole. What are you proud of? Are you proud that you pay your bills on time? Are you proud that you've really worked on your wardrobe and now your closet is one that you love? Are you proud that you've worked on your patience as a dog mom, right? And now your pup is trained and potty trained and y'all get along really well and gets compliments in the dog park all the time. Are you proud that you own your first home? Are you proud that you own your first apartment on your own, right? Or that you rent your first apartment on your own? What are you proud of? Are you proud that... You submitted an application to that job, even if you didn't get it because you submitted it, you're proud of yourself for showing up. Are you proud that you got up this morning and you went to class? You went to a fitness class. I say that to my ladies. I teach pure bar in case you didn't know. I'm a pure bar teacher as well. And the bar is essentially think like ballet, yoga, Pilates, all in one. It's small isometric movements. It's a wonderful workout. And in my class, when we, when we're about halfway through it, we do a longer stretch. And so I always ask them, what are you proud of so far? Because I've been in the class where I'm a participant in bar, where I'm just talking to myself, talking down to myself. I bet your form isn't that good. I bet you need to put your toes up higher. How come you're not strong enough? You should be stronger. How come you're not da 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 right? We can get into our heads when we're in a fitness class, when we're in a meeting, when we're with friends, when wherever, right? And so instead of beating ourselves up and telling ourselves we should be doing something else or whatever it is, what are you proud of? Can you pause? Can you zoom out? What are you proud of? I want to remind you that the brain is always trying to protect us. So when the brain says you should dot, 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 it is trying to protect us. It is always, right? But can we zoom out? Can we flip the script? Can we shift where our focus goes, right? Where our attention goes, where our focus goes, our energy flows? Can we shift it towards what are you proud of? 
And I would hope that when I ask that question that the participants in my class are like, I'm proud that I held that last 10 count. I'm proud that I got up this morning. Y'all, I am the early bird. I teach a lot of the 6 a.m. classes. So often I really hope that they're just proud that they showed up, right? If nothing else, they are the like five to 10 people that decided to get up at five in the morning, get ready so they could show up at my class at 6 a.m. Nobody made them do that. And I want them to be so proud. If you if you take my class, Pure Bar <laughs> participants, I want you to be proud of yourself for getting up early in the morning and for doing that for you. What are you proud of? I think this is a question that gets overlooked, but one that's really powerful, especially if we can look at it on a regular basis. Here's the thing. When we're little, we are so accustomed to parents, grandparents, teachers telling us regularly, oh my gosh, I love that picture. It's so cute. Y'all know I work with kids too. So this happens regularly. They come up to me, Miss Nani, Miss Nani, and they show me something that they're so proud of. And it's, 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 I don't know, red streaks with purple stickers and it's got glue on it and tape and it really is abstract art, but they are so singing proud of it. And I'm like, oh, what did you draw? It's a dragon and a butterfly. I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh. Look at it. First, let me note that they are proud of it without me needing to offer that. But I will say that notice that children are seeking approval, right? It's just a part of our human, it's a part of our human psyche to seek approval is just how we're wired. But as adults, what's beautiful is we can learn to override that and to be proud of ourselves without the help of others. The reason why I want to point that out though is because you can see how as a child, right, most children are regularly seeking approval from adults, regularly, right? Come look at this, look at this, look at this. And we are regularly being celebrated, right? And so then we become adults and that's not necessarily the case. And so it's important. That's why I want to talk about this. So it's important for us to celebrate ourselves. We're not running up to people. Look at this report that I just did. Maybe you're running up to your best friend and your husband, right? Or whoever it is. I'm so glad continue to do that. But not everybody is showing everybody everything we're working on all of the time. So it's good for us to celebrate ourselves. You're the one that knows that you spent that time creating that Instagram post, that Instagram reel, that YouTube video and edited it and dressed up and did your hair and set up your ring light. Be proud of that. Be proud of yourself for showing up. Be so proud of yourself. What are you proud of? What are you proud of? Here's the second one. We're going through three today in the art of being proud of yourself. First one is just literally asking yourself that question on a day-to-day basis. What am I proud of today? Ask yourself that throughout the day. Ask yourself at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What am I proud of here at breakfast since I've woken up? That I got up and I made breakfast? That I put my clothes out? That I'm getting ready to be on time for work? What are you grateful for? Not grateful for. What are you proud of at lunch, right? I'm proud that I'm eating this lunch that I prepared myself at home. Even if you you preparing it means you bought it at the grocery store and you put it in your lunch bag and brought it to work. Fine. Beautiful. Take that. You were prepared today, right? And then at dinner... How'd the day go? What am I proud of today? That I showed up, that even in the hard moments, I was there, that I had a full work day, that I didn't blow up on anybody, that I didn't curse anybody out. I'm proud of that. What are you proud of? Ask yourself throughout the day. Now, here's the second one. Hype file. Hype file. I got this one from Marie Forleo. She's wonderful. Her book, Everything is Figureoutable, is fantastic, and I highly recommend it. Hype file. 
This is a file and I do mine in email. This is a, you could do a literal file where you keep things all together. I keep mine in an email because I have a predominantly online business. And so when clients email me, when I get all oh, screenshot things sometimes, right? If I get a text or if I get a DM from someone about the podcast, they're like, oh my gosh, Nandi, this podcast helped me so much. I'm so glad that it's back. Or just that. I had several friends when pod, when the third season of the podcast came this season. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that it's back. You know I screenshotted those and they are in my hype file. Shout out to the people who shouted out to me. Thank you. And a hype file is just a place where you hype yourself up. So in my email, I literally have it as a folder hype file. Whenever I see an email that's really, really nice, I put it in there immediately or something that I'm really proud of. So I've worked with some brands that I'm really proud of. And so I've saved those, right? I put those away. Or if I've worked with a company or a group and they really love the experience they had working with me, then I will put that away in my hype file. And when I'm having a day where I'm like, who am I to be a coach? Who am I to help people? Who am I to show up and do this work? Who am I to have big dreams and goals and things and whatever it is, I go to that hype file. Not always. I will be so honest. Sometimes I forget that I have a hype file, right? Sometimes we're just so beating ourselves up that we forget the good things that we have. But in a moment that I can remember, it is so helpful. It is so helpful to go there and read through those emails of people who have been impacted by the podcast, by my work, by me showing up on Instagram, by a conversation, by me hosting, right? For we did a beauty boost. It's, I'm an ambassador for beauty boost, multi-passionate human over here. And I hosted, I was the panelist host and somebody afterwards was like, oh my gosh, I, I really appreciated you being there. You were a great host, right? Simple meant so much to me saved it in my high file. So this is just a space for you to save those little nuggets that make you feel so good. And again, this can be physical, right? If it, if you have uh, certificates, right, that you're proud of that you want to put somewhere, I would say hang them up on your wall. Don't shove them in a folder, showcase them, but it's totally up to you. But for emails and things like that, save them save them in one place where you can see them, where you can go back and celebrate the work that you've done, where when your brain is is resistant to being proud of yourself, you can go back and see where somebody else was proud of you. Here's the last one, and it goes hand in hand with what are you proud of, but really intentionally celebrating yourself. The third one for being proud of yourself, for the art of being proud of yourself is to celebrate yourself. I want you to celebrate yourself, celebrate who you are, celebrate that you've shown up, celebrate that you're trying, celebrate the little wins, even when they don't feel like wins. Let's say you had a presentation at work. Let's say you're running your first live, your first Instagram live, whatever it is, presentation at work, Instagram live, whatever speaks to you more for whoever you are. And let's say it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. You prepared, you crossed your T's, you dotted your I's, you made sure the color scheme was the way you wanted it to be. You dressed up if it was Instagram live, right? And it just didn't go the way you wanted it to go. First and foremost, that is okay. Failure are, is just results that you just didn't expect. Failure, results that you didn't expect. That is okay. Can you be proud for showing up? You couldn't have failed if you didn't show up. I know that's annoying to hear, especially when you're in a moment where you're like really upset, but you couldn't have failed if you didn't show up. And that's the other option. And that's an option that a lot of people take. They would rather not show up than risk failing. 
They would rather not go to the 6 a.m. fitness class. They would rather not go to the fitness class at all. They would rather not go to the meetup. They would rather not get on an Instagram live. They would rather not tell people that they have a website. They would rather not tell people that they have a dream on their heart. They would rather not tell people that they can coach them or help them or charge money. It would be too uncomfortable. But you showed up. Even if it didn't turn out the way you thought it was going to turn out, you showed up. Brava to you. I hope you celebrate yourself. In the first, I'm still my first year of being a pure bar teacher. The first six months kicked my behind. Kicked my, y'all, I am a tough cookie. I have moved states. <laughs> I have moved so many times in my life. I have done hard things. This is one of the hardest things I've ever done. Ooh, it was hard. And so what I did after every class for the first six months of me teaching, I kid you not, I did a happy dance every single time I taught. Every single time I finished a class and I finished wiping down the whole bar and I finished wipe, everything was done and all the participants were gone, I did a happy dance. I chose the song. I would dance in that studio by myself because I knew how hard it was to get to that point. I knew how hard it was to study, to memorize, to practice, to practice, to practice, to practice. Y'all, I was practicing in my basement with my family living or staying in my house the week that my grandfather had died planning for a funeral. I have been through some hard stuff to get to where I am. And I know you have been through some hard stuff to get to where you are. I hope you celebrate yourself. I hope you celebrate yourself even if you failed that test, even if you only got one client and you wanted 10, even if nobody showed up to the meetup event and you wanted five people there. I hope you celebrate yourself. Dance it out. Meet with some friends. Write a letter to yourself and write, make your own certificate. Whatever you need to do to celebrate yourself, take yourself out to Starbucks. Get yourself some ice cream. Carve out some alone time. Whatever you want to do, do it with the intention of I am celebrating me showing up. I'm celebrating me being all in on my one precious life because I hope that you are. I hope that you are all in on this one precious life that we have. I hope that you're willing to risk failure in order to see if it's possible because you're worth it. I hope, my friend, that you're proud of yourself today as you are where you are. And if you're not, look at it. For real. If you are not proud of yourself, genuinely, authentically, if I were to be like, what are you proud of? You're like, I can't find anything to be proud of. All right, let your brain rattle off there then. Be honest. Be honest, because this is where we grow. If your brain says, because I'm not doing this, because I'm not doing this, because I'm not doing this, write all the things down and then decide what is my first doable step that would allow me to feel a little bit more proud of myself than I did today and then take that action. All you need in order to feel confident is for you to be consistent. When you become consistent, you will start to trust yourself. You have to start to trust yourself. If you want, Nandi, how do I become more proud of myself? You got to start to trust yourself. Ask yourself, what would I need to do in order to feel more proud of myself? Write your answers down honestly. Start taking doable action from that place. Repeat. And notice all of the things in your brain that say, I can't, I should, blah, blah, all of those, all of those things. Notice them. Your brain is always trying to protect you. Listen in, tune in. Even if it's something that you don't want to hear, tune in. There's a guide there. But first and foremost, my friend, I want you to be proud of yourself.
Maybe be proud of yourself for just turning on this podcast and listening to the whole thing if you made it to the end. Brava. Snaps to you, boo. Right? You showed up. You're like, let me listen to this podcast. Let me try. Let me see if I can gather some information here. Gather some information. Take some action now. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll see you next time. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.